This week's blooper solution little podcast is all about floppy and drooping plants. Now we've all bought plants and we put them somewhere and they just don't seem to thrive. So why is this happening and what can you do to ensure that your plants are a little more robust and don't succumb to gravity quite so easily? Well, we all suffer from a little flopping and drooping post 40, but it's a real pain in the proverbials. If every time the wind blows or you you get a rainstorm, you walk out into the back garden and everything is lying prostrate on the floor. So what can you do if it just always seems that your, your garden just isn't very robust and the plants can't withstand the weather? Well, you have to actually understand how plants think when they grow. Plants grow towards the light. That's obvious. We know that. That's generally what they do. But if the light levels in your garden are low and you have a plant that likes a lot of sunshine, it's going to put all its energy into growing as fast as possible so that it actually can get up to the right light level so that it can photosynthesize, which means that you get a very thin, tall, leggy plant that goes hurtling upwards, but that can't support itself. In that instance, you need to either move the plant to a better light level or you need to improve the light levels where the plants are. And a very simple way of doing that is to remove overhanging branches. You'd be amazed actually how much light is absorbed by the leaves from trees overhead or or shrubs. So if you can cut those back and improve the light levels at ground, then the plant will grow a lot better. Now, plants also get very weak and prone to flopping and drooping if they're malnourished. Like all of us, you know, we can't really get ourselves going if we're feeling very well because we haven't had enough to eat. And it's the same for a plant. So have a look at the soil. If the soil where the plant is, is very pale, it's very compacted, you can't seem to get a spade in there easily, you don't see worms, you don't see insects, you don't see anything on the ground, it seems rather dead then there's probably not a lot of nutrition in the soil for the plant to grow. And also if it's really compacted, the roots are really gonna struggle to get through the soil. So you need to break the soil up and give it a bit of food, give it a bit of nutrition, and that will help the plant grow fitter and stronger. And then by definition, it's going to be more robust and able to withstand the weather. But conversely, plants can also flop and droop if they've got too much goodness in the soil. You know, plants were evolved to grow in different places, in the light, in the shade, in rich soils, in wet soils, in poor soils, in deserts. Plants grow everywhere. If you've inadvertently put a plant that thrives in a really tough environment and you've put it in a place where there's beautifully rich composted soil, then the plant in effect is is kind of faced with a dining table full of fizzy drinks and sweets and chocolate and cakes and cream and fat and calories and it readily absorbs all of those and then becomes too fat to be able to stand up and so it flops over. So it really is all about right plant right place. We've got on the website actually a really useful guide that you can download for various different soils that tells you plants that you should be putting into these types of soils and plants that you should be avoiding. And it's how to plant the right plant in the right place. And you can find it on the website, which is plantplots.com. If you go to the My Plants Flop and Droop page, which is a really difficult way of saying things, there's a link there you can download 
the little guide. We either need to improve the light levels for the plants to grow, we need to improve the soil, or we need to move the plant from the position that it's in, and that will help it grow better, and it'll stop it from flopping and drooping. But there is a third reason why plants are not terribly robust, and that's to do with their breeding. That's to do with the plant that you've actually bought. Now, horticulture over many decades has created an enormous variety of, of plants. Horticulturalists and growers have bred plants to produce better, bigger, more colourful blooms. Now, I used to love roses and I was seduced by some of these rose catalogues with these fabulous coloured roses that smelled amazing. And I put them in my garden. And for years and years and years, all of the rose heads that when they opened up were so heavy, the plant, the rose head just drooped down and faced to the floor. It really annoyed me because I thought, here we are, I've got this beautiful plant and I can't enjoy it. You know, my soil was pretty good. Where it was growing was pretty good. It should have been pretty good there. But just the weight of the flower head that had been bred in by the, the, the growers over the years, the plant simply could not hold these things up. So in the end, I just ended up getting rid of all, the, all of those roses because they were over, over bloated. Are the plants in your garden the same? Do you have flower heads that are just unsustainable? And in which case, then either you're going to have to introduce a really stringent regime of watering and feeding the plant so it has the absolute best conditions to produce these flower heads, or you're going to have to consider whether they're the right plants for your garden in the first place. If you wanted to have a look at different planting combinations potentially that might help your garden, we've got lots of designs on the website plantplots.com and we've created a whole load of little almost like recipes that you can use for garden border designs. So why don't you take a look? They're in the shop and they're only £3.99 each. These are available to download in an instant so you can get going or make some plans for your new garden. But if you've got any queries about your garden, please do get in touch. Rachel at plantplots.com I'll be happy to help.